Yo, yo, it's your boy, Chris Scannerberry, a.k.a. Big Scan. It's your boy, Jamal Scannerberry, a.k.a. Big Scan, and we are back, baby. We are back, and it is the week that we've been waiting on. It's AFC East week, baby. We got the Pats, we got the Jets, we coming with the Heat. <laughs> we've been waiting all offseason for it. And it's finally here, baby. AFC East Week, baby. Let's go. Let's get it, man. Big for y'all. Super Bowl champions is coming out of the AFC East this year, baby. You feel me? You feel me? And we already know who it's going to be. But let's touch into it a bit. We're going to talk about it. You ready to jump in, Biggest Scat? Let's do it. And just like I said, we are back. And first and foremost, shout out to our boy Voodoo, Pro, Voodoo Priest. But look, we got to start with the AFC lease. Talk to me about the Dolphins. <laughs> you know, surprisingly enough, I think um, the Dolphins had an offseason. Um, the fact that they just had a ton of rumors floating around a ton of scandals floating around and it just made that organization look real ugly and went ahead and uh, grabbed some really good assets tyron armstead um you have cedric wilson who's also a pretty decent receiver you know raheem mozart was also a really good pickup um, and then you have some young guys jalen phillips christian wilkins who's still good their secondary, their corners are stellar, and Xavier Howard, who got the bag. Mm -hmm. You know, Byron Jones, who got the bag the year before. You know, so the, they've done everything right. And, you know, um, shout out to Brian Flores, I guess, right, for, for assisting us a little bit and making sure that they have to give away one of those first-round picks next year. Shout out Bill so, Belichick. Let's shout out Bill Belichick, man, texting the wrong Brian. Shout out to you, Billy B. Right. Texting the wrong Brian, mm -hmm. knowing exactly what you was doing with these teams in your division here. Of course, you know. But um, real ugly off season for. Well, I, I guess it's like it was like a bittersweet off season because, like I said, they got Tyron Armstead, they got Cedric Wilson, they went ahead and got Tyreek Hill mm -hmm. in 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 an ugly trade scenario with the Chiefs. It was between the Jets and the Dolphins, and it just turned out to be a little messy. Um. So stellar offseason, one of the biggest assets that I believe that they got that isn't going to start in the beginning of the year, that's going to end up starting toward the end of the year, hmm. Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, so you don't believe in two ass? Two ass is two ass. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Tua can't throw the ball past 20 yards. Um, he is the epitome of an Alabama quarterback. Um, they're never really good. And he is echoing that uh, with this Dolphins organization. But they've invested in this man like the Browns have invested in Baker before letting him go. Mm -hmm. um, they've done everything right to build around Tua. And he's too ass, like you said. So, mm -hmm. you know, biggest perks is that the moves that they've made were to build an organization strong enough to compete in this AFC East, which mm -hmm. I think may be in contention if Teddy Bridgewater gets the, the quarterback home, right? Mm. Um, the downside is that their owner is just a messy guy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, too messy, has his hands in the dirt too much. 
He wanted Flores to meet with Brady on a boat. Flores didn't like that. He, you know, he wanted um, he wanted them to throw games just to get to a, when ultimately uh, Herbert was the better quarterback in that year's draft. Yeah, it, it sounded like he wanted Burrow. Well, I guess you can say that because he was he was uh, he was losing for that first pick, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you kind of look back at it. Justin Herbert was projected to be the number one pick until Joe Burrow had the best season in yeah. all of college football. You yeah, know? for sure. So uh, Burrow kind of like jumped up the, the rankings when it came to being that best quarterback, kind of like what Baker did the year Sam Darnold was yeah, projected sure. to be the best quarterback. Um, so they were left with the idea of Tua, and nobody was frowning on that because Tua, outside of Joe Herbert, was the guy to go with. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. You know, he dealt with the hip injuries, but he was a, a leader of men in that in that Alabama team. But again, Alabama quarterbacks never really phase into the NFL well. Um, so look at that. It jinxed him. Um, so I think, the, like I said, the upside is the acquisitions. They've spent money. They've gotten guys that, that are proven guys that could help this team win. Mm-hmm. The downside is their quarterback and their messy investors up top. Man. And for that reason, I think – you know, it's good to believe, or it's it's not far-fetched to believe that the Dolphins may be the second, not not the second, the third or fourth best team in the division this year. Well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Since they have the opportunity, we got to speculate. You put Justin Herbert on this team right now, what is this Dolphin team's doing? I don't think they're winning the division, but they're getting very close to it. They're a playoff mm-hmm. team. Um are they going to win the division? No. don't think they'll win the division. And I think when it comes to meeting up with teams in the AFC in the playoffs, I can't see it, man. I can't see them uh, bypassing um, some of the teams in the AFC, one in particular in this division that I think is going to be in the Super Bowl. Um, Interesting. So, um, yeah, man, Justin Herbert will definitely would have definitely been a better asset. Yeah. Um, Building around Justin Herbert, like how the Dolphins have built around Tua, this team would have been crazy. Yeah. Um, but nah, man. I don't think you know. I don't think they would have been a Super Bowl contending team, but they would have definitely been a playoff team. Be the second best team in the division. Well, you know, I guess with that being said, then even though I think Tua is too ass. I guess theoretically, it doesn't seem like Herbert would have moved the needle that much anyway because of what what the AFC has as a whole. I think the AFC is just stacked with talent. Right. And I think that the Dolphins did a great job at accumulating said talent to compete. Like, that offense is one of the fastest in the league right now. Yeah. With yeah. Mostert, Tyreek, Cedric Wilson, yep. Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. But speed don't mean nothing if you can't get him the ball now. You don't mean they'll be hard to cover. You got to run a zone against that defense for sure. Um, for sure. But if Tua can't get you the ball, like you said, fucking sit down. Right. And because of that, they finished it down at the fourth spot in the division. That's where I got them. You know, I mean, they, they're talented, but that's where I got them. Let's talk about the team that's going to come in second in the division. Talk to me about the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> Let's talk about the team that's going to come. I said, I said the second. <laughs> oh yeah, arguably second because Dan Green may just surprise oh, yeah. everybody that's a fact. in the first place. I forgot about that. But 
Um, no, nah, in all honesty, man, uh, this team this team is known for hiring a ton of former Jets players, which is odd. And, you know, they become successful. But mm. the Buffalo Bills are my pick to be in the Super Bowl this year. Oh, my God. The, 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 the Buffalo Bills, their division opponents. Mm. Um, I think they're going to win the division. And mm. they're my pick to go into the Super Bowl this year. And they've gotten better in areas to where they didn't really need to get better at, you know. Mm. You haven't seen much of a major change within this team here, but you sign guys like Von Miller to set the edge, who we see, you know, though Von Miller has aged a bit, who right. we've seen last year, you know, arguably led that defense outside of Aaron Donald um, to a Super Bowl championship. Hmm. You know, he's pitched Odell Beckham to join the team. They signed guys like uh, like Jameson Crowder, who was a proven slot receiver for the past, uh, mm-hmm. I think he's going into year eight or nine now, but a proven guy to add to that wide receiver room. Um, you know, you draft well. They went ahead and I believe drafted um, Dalvin Cook's brother. Is that where he James went? Cook. Yeah. James Cook, you know, to set mm-hmm. that, war- that, that running back room with um, Singletary. I think. Josh Allen is going to have an MVP year if he stays consistent, man. I really do like that team in the Super Bowl this year, actually. Mm. So here's um, the thing. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. The Buffalo Bills had and will likely have a top three defense again this year. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen right now is the most talented quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Talented from head to, head, head to shoulders. Pound for pound, the most talented quarterback. They have great weapons on offense, arguably one of the best receivers in the league. Great tight end. Still working on the running back room, but we're figuring that out. Mm -hmm. But when those lights get bright, and when I say those lights, I mean when Billy Butterworth coming to town, when Billy and the boys pull up, did they, split, did, did they split? Did they split? Did they split the series this year? This past year? They split regular season. I ain't gonna lie. They did it to us in the off season in the, in the playoffs. They they did the damn thing. And, you know, every dog has his day. Every okay. dog has his day. Okay. And look, I am so I couldn't wait for this episode because I'm so sick of these pundits coming online and, and not putting no damn respect on my coach's name. Put some respect on Bill Belichick's name. I don't know. I'm jumping off the bills right now a little bit. But look, Billy had them boys. A season after Cam Newton. Shout out Cam Newton, but he was garbage. Season after Cam Newton, 10 and 7, and in the playoffs, even beating Josh at his crib. And we are about to say that this is the Bills team that's going to the chip. Well, Let's let's revert back to talking about the Bills, right? Sure. And let's let's kind of um, lead into talking about the third best team in the division, the Patriots. Um, I think. Is that third? Yeah, I think, oh, and, okay. and I'll and I'll kind of explain this here. Yeah, yeah go for it. You're going to have to consider is that the Bills haven't gotten any worse. They have arguably one of the better coaches in the league. Um, you know, that's... An, I like McDermott. He's cool. Uh, McDermott is a great coach. That's testament to the division. Um, they lost Brian Dable, but their offense has been stellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think they've skipped a beat. Um, 
they split the division. They split the uh, the series last year. Kudos to them. But the Patriots had a lot of key contributors season last year. You don't have McDaniel's anymore, man. You've lost a ton of really a ton of really great pieces to that McDaniel's. And I'm not talking about players. I'm just talking about coaching. Mm-hmm. You don't have an offensive coordinator. Bill Belichick is stubborn enough to say we're doing all right right now for now mm-hmm. the one thing you have you have kendrick born one receiver Devontae one, parker well as of right now we're going to talk about what happened last year and where okay. Devontae parker and uh tyron uh taekwon tort where they fit in right Devontae mm-hmm. parker is a great receiver Mm-hmm. Do you guys even throw the ball enough to get it to these guys? Who knows? Who knows what Bill is going to do? Who are your running backs? Running back by committee. I can't say that the Patriots have gotten any better. Damien Harris is a top three running back by PFF every year. What? I need to see... Pro football focus, or is that what we're is that what we're kind of quoting right now? I mean, they're they they measure football. Like that that's a measurement stick of football unless you got You said else. he's a top three running back every year in the league. Yeah, you could check it. Based if you on want. pro football focus. You could check it. If the you Patriots want. play a different running back every game. So he's probably they're probably averaging it based on the games he plays and whatever. I don't want to hear that, man. Damian Harris is not a top three running back in the league. I don't care what the hell pro football focus says. He's not even within conversation of being a top three running back in the league. I don't know oh what the hell you're talking about right now. Cole Strange the dog. is your starting right guard. We about no. to act like we about to act, hold on. Hold on, hold on. We about to act like one, Bill can't draft talent. And two that just because Cole Strange just picked the 29 that he's now garbage? Before this episode gets messy, <laughs> Let before, get messy. This, before this episode gets messy, I'm just going to say this. The Patriots hasn't done anything to build around Mac since drafting him. I don't know how the hell he made the playoffs. I mean, not the playoffs, the, uh, the Pro Bowl, which is fine. It's cute. You know, Bill Belichick has a quarterback who made the Pro Bowl. He did the gritty going into the end zone. But if you have a coach that is willing to sit there and let their starting quarterback throw a total of three times in an NFL game, he has zero trust in you. And then when you lose your offensive coordinator and and, and Josh McDaniels uh, to a head coaching gig in, in, uh, in Vegas, and then you don't hire an offensive coordinator That's just a large sense of not even gonads, ego coming Mm. from your head coach who's a defensive-minded coach. Now, I would say that Bill Belichick is probably the best football coach ever, right? So I'm not going to discredit his history and his pedigree. But what the are you doing, Bill? I'm just going to excuse my French. What the is the Patriots doing? That's why I have the Patriots as third best in the division because they haven't done much of anything to build around Mac. PFF has Damian Harris as a third. Nobody knows Damian Harris. 
We know Damian Harris. We know football. Fix your face. Nobody knows Damian Harris. Fix your face, dude. Nobody knows this guy. It's my turn, yeah. What's the receiver's name? They've drafted a speed guy out of TCU. Is that where he went? It's my turn, yeah. TCU? You spend the bag on two tight ends last year? Mind you. um, One that had like 12 touchdowns. Mind you, what's the kid's name out of uh, out of Baltimore? Um, Judon? Yeah, he did Mind well. He did well. Hmm. You have running backs as old as Bill Belichick on the uh, linebackers as old as Bill Belichick on your team. Not anymore. Not anymore. So who the hell do you have? You Mind know, you. they haven't done anything to get better. They haven't done anything to build around Mac Jones, and this is when Bill turns into Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. Meaning, not to discredit Greg Popovich, but it's a, it's my comparisons are based on the coach's pedigree versus what the hell the team is going to do over the next year. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you're a Patriots fan because I get to explain it to you thoroughly mm-hmm. this year. It's my turn, yeah, go ahead, man. Why not? Okay. So first, put the Bills to rest. They're good. They're going to be good. They're Josh, good. They're going to be good. They're my take to, to to make it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Josh Josh, Josh Allen's going to start off hot like he does every year, then shit himself midway through the year, and then he's going to mm. pick it up at the end of the year again and blah, blah, okay. blah. blah. So we're just going to put them to bed. They're going to be an average team. They're not going to make the Super Bowl. But neither here nor there. I'm going to ask you this, and this is rhetorical because I'm going to need to get I, I got to get my shit off. You know what I'm saying? I got to get my shit off. What? That game that Mac Jones threw the ball three times, right? What was the outcome? Why do we always forget the outcome? It doesn't matter. Why they did... didn't trust in their quarterback to, to throw more than five times that game. And they ran with Damian Harris, which probably because they ran 50 million times that game, that's how he got in the in, in the upper rankings of PFF or whatever the hell it was because well, of let that me ask one you game this, where they this. ran the ball all Stay with me. Stay with me now. Let's say the Warriors play a basketball game. Oh, my God. Just let's stay not, with me. Not, stay with okay. me. Stay with me. I'm going to try. Let's say the Warriors play a basketball game, right? Steph Curry doesn't take a single shot that game, and they win. Is Steph Curry now ass? Oh my gosh! Is so now of, we're so now we're comparing Mac to Steph Curry. It's not the point. It is. I'm, the talk, point. I'm talking because I'm trying because because if we're because if we're considering if we're considering the 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 personnel and who we're trying and their contribution to the team and what they mean to the team. We cannot put Mac Jones and Steph Curry in the brother, same sentence. Brother, we talking game plan. We talking game plan. We talking game plan. The Patriots have nobody to throw to. They couldn't trust in Mac Jones to throw in 20-degree weather after, sign, after drafting this guy. What, wasn't it a... Wasn't Bro, it, it was negative ten degrees with fifty mile per hour winds. Great, why? it was cold. It was cold. Why draft <laughs> a guy? Why draft winds? a guy to play in Foxborough if he cannot stand the cold? 
50 mile per hour wins. So what happened with the Bills that trusted their quarterback? What did they end up doing? What happened? That. that was a game that they just threw away, man. Oh, okay. That was a game they threw away. Just run the ball. They couldn't tackle anybody. It was slippery. Damian Harris. It was slippery, but Damian Harris degrees. became third best running back in the league based on PFF just off of that one game because they didn't give Mac a chance to lift his arm. Okay. He didn't do this. All right, but so let's three times that game. So let's go through it then. Let's go through it then. So somehow. Somehow, the story that we're led to believe is that Mac Jones has no one to throw it to. Correct? I don't Yet, think they. I don't think they build around. I don't think they built around Mac enough. For well, I don't think they built around Mac enough for him to continue his his success. I think we are now looking at the pedigree of the Patriots and not wanting to discredit Bill Belichick. He spent a lot of money. This, which is all good and gravy, and now we're crossing our fingers in hopes that the Patriots do well. And you know what, Sandbox listeners? Big Scant and I are going to have the opportunity to watch this firsthand. Yes, sir. And you know what we're about to do. Because you're talking all that sweet we are going to do a sandbox bet. When it is that the Patriots beat the Bills, I mean, well, the Bills too, yes. But when it is that the Patriots beat the Jets on that fateful Sunday afternoon, you are going to wear this jersey onto mm-hmm. sandbox. When it happens, you're going to wear this jersey onto sandbox. And you're going to say three nice things about Mac Jones. Bet it. When it is on that faithful October 20th afternoon that the second best team in the division wipes the Patriots' ass, the New York Jets, who've done everything. And let let me tell you, because before this podcast began, I pointed out all of my frustrations towards the all gas, no breaks mantra, Mm -hmm. the BS quarterback who can't keep his legs together, Zach Wilson, Mm. when we've realized that we are wasting our time and we need to put up or shut up, I think that's going to happen when Zach Wilson comes back from this whole injury thing. Mm. We are going to be the second best team in the division. I don't know any other team this offseason that have built around their young quarterback better than what Joe Douglas has done. Okay. The guy went ahead and beefed up his offensive line by getting the best guard in free agency in Lincoln Tomlinson. He went went ahead and uh, signed the best free agent tackle left on the board in Dwayne Brown. We lost Makai. Whoop-de-whoop. So what? We haven't played with Makai in two years. Who gives a shit, right? He went ahead and got arguably the best receiver in the draft in Garrett Wilson. He went ahead and drafted the best running back. Statistically, PFF, whatever the case may be, statistically, in over the last four years of the draft, in Brees Hall, went ahead and got 
the one shutdown corner that college football has never seen, even if it's mid-major, you know, you know, FBS, whatever the case may be, Sauce Gardner in over 1,000-plus snaps gave up no more than a touchdown and less than – and this is in a three- to four-year span – Less than 400 yards, period. Then, can we keep going? Of course. Then, he went ahead and signed, arguably, these are rooms that we needed to fulfill positions. He went ahead and signed, arguably, one of the best speed linebackers left in free agency in Quan Alexander. He's forcing guys to play for their job. That receiver room went from Braxton Berrios being our best receiver to who can we keep. That defensive line went from holy crap, this might be the worst defensive line in the in the in this in the uh, NFL because we ended up 32nd in the league last year in defense to Solomon Thomas, who was a top five pick a few years back. To, to Jermaine Johnson trading up to get Jermaine Johnson to Carl Lawson coming back from an Achilles injury who was going bananas last season or the seasons before with the Bengals to Quentin Williams who's in a bag year he has to get paid to LaMarcus Joyner I thought you were going to try to say some sweet shit no, no. I'm, but to LaMarcus Joyner arguably one of the better safeties within this defense. To Jordan Whitehead, who's probably the best box safety in the league. Statistically, let's talk to statistically. He was I he was say a, nothing. He was a top five box safety the last year in the league. We got rid of Jamal. We got Jordan Whitehead for, you know, half of the cost. DJ Reed, small guy, ton of heart. What did you say earlier? What, what was it? Small heart, something. Oh, what was the same? Clear eyes, full heart. Clear eyes, full heart, whatever the hell it was. DJ Reed has that. So to think that Zach Wilson has to be a complete scrub for this to fail, I highly doubt that. You got C.J. Mosley, Kawan Alexander, and Quincy Williams in the middle. You got John Franklin Myers, who's probably one of the most underrated defensive linemen in the league. Quinnen Williams, Solomon Thomas, J uh, Jermaine Johnson, Carl Lawson, and the list goes on on that defensive front. The secondary has gotten better. You got Jalen Ramsey's little brother in Sauce Gardner. And I'm going to say this. Right now, mm -hmm. in the next year or so, Sauce is going to be a top five cornerback in the league. Now, all we need is for this scrub not to be a scrub mm. in Zach Wilson. And I'm not going to say he's a scrub because he's only in year two, but he has to do good. Is Joe Douglas's job in jeopardy? Hell no. I don't know what he could have done wrong outside of drafting Zach Wilson hmm. or missing out on that 
number one pick by allowing Sam Darnold to play against the Jaguars and beat the Jaguars when he wasn't supposed to beat the fucking Jaguars. Mm-hmm. If this coach of ours stops being such a sweet guy and a best friend to his players and allows for his players to hold themselves accountable. If Robert Sala gets off the all gas, no breaks, and really tells these guys, yo, you suck, or you're pretty good. There's no reason why we can't come in second this year in the division, especially with consideration of Miami's emotional displacement right now, and especially because Mac Jones and Bill Belichick have nothing to look forward to because they haven't done anything to build around your guy, Mac. So I'll finish with this. Of course. Upside to the Jets is that we have everything to look forward to, but the NFL screwing us on probably having one of the toughest oh schedules. My gosh. Downside, can Zach Wilson be healthy enough to be the quarterback that we expect for him to be? And if so, things are looking up. We're going to be the second best team in the division. I don't think we're going to overtake the Bills just yet because we're still probably one of the youngest teams in the league. But things are looking up. And for Bill and Mac, things are looking back. I'm going to just say this real quick before I get, get, get on my rant. What are you betting for this game? Because I already threw my bet down. The bet for this game. is you are going to have to, and I think I have one, wear a Sam Darnold Jets jersey. Oh, my gosh. And then if the Patriots lose right after in the parking lot, just where we park, you need to give me 10 push-ups. Oh, all right, bet. Bet. I'm getting there, but So let me just tell you right now. I realize at this point it's probably pointless and even mentioning names that I got on this team because you, as well as I'm sure the Sandbox listeners who's been listening to the Knicks rights of the world and the Colin Cowherds of the world are just going to be like, who is that? Who is that? So you're already already proving my point. And I'm sorry to interrupt. That's the last time I'm going to interrupt. But yeah. When is it that we've gotten to the point where we've heard names and think that that means that teams are good? We saw the Philadelphia Eagles spend a ton of bread on big names and anticipated them being good, and they finished under 500. I want guys that can play in my system. Johnny Smith can play in my system now that he's gotten a better grasp of it. Hunter Henry had 10 touchdowns last year. Matt Judon had 12 sacks. Mac had 30 touchdowns. Not 30 touchdowns, but over 3,500 3, passing yards. He got Devontae Parker now. Nikhil Harry's out. We, 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 we up. We winning. We winning. We got mad young and fast at the linebacker position with Mac Wilson, who's one of the fastest linebackers in the league. With Raycon making. So Who? Ah, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. you going to see that Sunday when we had the game. I'll tell you who. You're going to see that Sunday. We got Jabril Peppers 
who's got speed in the middle of the, of the defense. We got one of the best safeties in the league still in Devin McCourty. We got a candidate for defensive player of the year right now. I'm telling you right now. Watch out for Christian Barmore this year. I dare somebody to say something about Christian Barmore. Watch out for Christian Barmore this year. And we got Mac, not only a Pro Bowl quarterback, but ranked in the NFL top 100 by his peers because they know he's Hemi Turner. Like, bro, I'm going to just get on the Jets because I'm sick of this. I'm sick of having to defend the Pats. I'm sick of having to defend their name. I just can't wait for week one where we put it on the Dolphins. I'm going to hop on the Jets. Look, I think it wouldn't be far-fetched to say that the Jets had probably the best offseason, pound for pound, given the team that they have. They had one of the craziest drafts I've ever seen. And Joey Douglas, Joey Douglas is one of my favorite GMs because he makes moves. He makes moves. He puts guys in position right where it needs to be. But we talking about the New York Jets here, baby. And to quote my guy, Stephen A. Smith, whatever can go wrong will go wrong. Look. There is not one moment where I'm ever going to look at whatever team the Jets craft together and think that because they crafted a team that looks good on paper that they're going to perform. You know why? Because even when they got a team that they crafted that should compete with any team in the league, you got a guy like Zach Wilson running in the middle of the field and damn near tearing his ACL, and then I got to be told all over Twitter by – the Jeff pundits of the world that oh Joe Flacco's having one of his best Joe who who Joe Flacco Joe Flacco and you know I was slightly concerned I was slightly concerned because I think Jimmy G gets a bad rap I think he gets a bad rap and I said the Jets should maybe pursue Jimmy G but they ain't even gonna do that because of Joe Flacco really really though so here's the thing. I, for one, am a fan of the talent that Zach Wilson has, but I know who we rocking with here at the end of the day. And the thing is, Joe Namath allegedly made a curse on the Jets saying that if I win, as long as I'm living, the Jets never have to win again. And man, is it coming true because they must have come in fourth again. You know what? Now you made me move Miami out of fourth. See, look what you did. <laughs> now you made me move Miami out of fourth. Jets coming in fourth. They're going to win maybe four games. Maybe. Damn. And that's all I got to say about that. They're looking up because you know they got it. You know they did the thing in the draft. But man, you got me fired up. Now they're just about to come in fourth. And they're about to get blown out by 30 on that day. I might bet on that too. You, you really never know what I might shake out doing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Pat's beating the Bills twice this year. Quote me on that, Sandbox. Quote me on that. We beating the Bills twice and we curb stomping them at their crib. Quote me. Quote me. Man, I'm sick of this. Yeah, I think I think uh I think Big Scandal got a got a sense of reality today. Oh, okay. With realizing that there was no no portion of growth with the Patriots this offseason and where we're we're kind of, you know, is we're it's like premeditated what we're doing with the Patriots, and because oh, okay. of their coach, we're kind of putting them in this 
upper echelon of teams still. And, mm. you know, every dog has its day. Mm-hmm. You know what the Pats going to do, bro? To, to quote a young prophet in a very funny video. You're going to have to see me when I pull up to the windows. You got to keep that same energy. That's what the Pats going to do with every team that we pull up on. Remember the cat from Wendy's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what the Pats about to do this year. You're going to have to see me when I pull up to the windows. You better keep that same same type timing. That's all I'm saying. Mark your calendars, y'all. October 20th, Patriots versus Jets at MetLife. Sandbox, we will be there. For sure. Might even live stream it. You might you really never know what else. Might even live stream it. You really never know. Taking dad to that game. Biggest scan. We taking yeah. him to that game. And we about to see Wilson come back from injury and kick Mac Jones and Bill Belichick's ass all up and down MetLife's turf. Oh yeah, man! This has been another fun episode of the Sandbox Sports Podcast. I've been itching for this one because I couldn't wait to get on my pedestal about my team. But I really appreciate y'all tagging into the state of the franchise, and we about to start diving into these games going forward, man. We got football on now for real, for real. So we about to really jump into it. Yeah, man. The preseason has started. We wish Zach Wilson the best health post surgery. He had a surgery this Tuesday, mm-hmm. and um. Crossing our fingers for what Dr. Neal has done <laughs> as a Jets fan. We're crossing our fingers. But, guys, football is back. Yes, it is. Football is back. Tap into your favorite teams. Watch because the preseason is giving nothing. We're seeing the talent out on the field. We're seeing the young talent from the draft showcase what it is they can do. For sure. But football is back. Football is back, baby. Yes, football sir. is back. Yes, sir. Bigger scant. Love y'all. See y'all next week. I'm out. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Skin, and we are out. Boom.